0: Good morning from Charlotte. I'm James Brierton, and this is a Hurricane Dorian update from the Carolina Weather Group with limited commercial interruption. Coming up, South Carolina prepares for evacuations. We'll hear from the governor. But first, the update as of 11 p.m. Sunday from the National Hurricane Center. The storm remains a catastrophic Category 5 storm over the northern Bahamas. It has sustained winds of 180 miles per hour and is moving west at only 6 miles per hour. A turn to the north is expected as soon as tonight. It will be a slow process, with the storm still traveling north along the coast of Florida Tuesday and Wednesday. As it skims the coast, life-threatening storm surge and dangerous hurricane-force winds are expected along portions of Florida's east coast through midweek. Storm surge and hurricane warnings are in effect. Only a slight deviation to the west of the official forecast track would bring the core of Dorian near or over the coast of Florida. There is increasing likelihood of strong winds and dangerous storm surge along the coast of Georgia, South Carolina, and North Carolina later this week. Coastal communities along Georgia and South Carolina are being evacuated starting today. All residents along the coast, even those not currently in evacuation zones, should be getting prepared. Tropical storm force winds are expected to begin near Hilton Head Tuesday evening. These winds would be out ahead of the storm, with stronger winds expected as the eye passes offshore Wednesday. The storm could still be at least a Category 3 storm, with sustained winds of 111 miles per hour as it approaches Savannah. It's expected to remain at least a Category 2 storm as it passes Wilmington Thursday. Tropical storm force winds are expected to begin there Wednesday morning. All in all, we can expect to see upwards of 10 to 15 inches of rain along the Carolina coast. That combined with storm surge could result in serious flooding to coastal communities. If and when you are told to evacuate, please follow those orders and leave. Beginning at noon today, Interstate 26 between Columbia and Charleston will be open to westbound traffic only. Eastbound lanes will be turned around and made available to eastbound traveling evacuees. We will hear from Governor Henry McMaster and other state officials in a moment. Here, now, are the areas that need to evacuate the following counties and zones. In Calhoun, A and B zones. Beaufort, Zone A. Jasper, Zone A. Charleston, A, B, and C. Dorchester, Zone D. Berkeley, B and G. Ori, Zone A, Georgetown, Zone A. The following schools are closed until further notice. Jasper, Beaufort, Colleton, Charles, Charleston, Dorchester, Berkeley, Ori, and Georgetown. Governor McMaster and other state officials discuss the evacuation order in a Sunday evening news conference. We'll hear from them and then get a check of your Labor Day forecast.
1: Well, as we get started, we are, have some important announcements to make and uh would this is a very serious hurricane 185 miles an hour with gusts up to 220 miles an hour that's the the strongest the largest in in modern history certainly the strongest any of us around today have seen and with these announcements we know that we cannot make everybody happy but we believe that we can keep everyone alive, and that's why we're taking the steps that I'm getting ready to announce that we believe will protect the lives and property of people in South Carolina. Tropical force winds from Hurricane Dorian are expected to arrive in South Carolina by 8 o'clock a.m., 8 o'clock in the morning, this Wednesday morning. Based on the latest forecast and storm track, which we have been following very carefully, And after extensive consultation with local county emergency management officials and those you see here today, I'm issuing a mandatory evacuation starting at noon, starting at noon on Monday, September 2nd, starting at noon on Monday, September the 2nd, for the following evacuation zones in the following counties. And if you have your evacuation manual your storm manual hurricane guide and you can see it on the screen there but it is in this book which is distributed widely around the state i will read it out and you can see the colors those that are colored all these zones that must be evacuated starting at noon tomorrow monday september the second they are jasper county we're starting at the south and going up zone a which is red in Beaufort it's all of Beaufort County and again anything you see colored is an evacuation zone that we being that we're activating Beaufort it's all of Beaufort County Colleton County zone A which is red zone B which is yellow Charleston County it's all of Charleston County Berkeley County it's zone B which is shown in yellow and zone G which is shown in pink In Dorchester County, it is Zone D, which is in blue. In Georgetown County, it is Zone A, which is in red. And in Horry County, it is in Zone A, which is also in red. Now, of course, the hurricane will be moving up the coast. And some may say, why issue the evacuation order all at the same time for the whole coast? And that is because there's only a few hours of difference will will mm. marginal differences that, uh, th- therefore, the, the one time is the right time to issue. Point number two, schools and government offices. I'm issuing a second executive order, closing all schools and state government offices in the following counties. This is starting Tuesday a.m., September the 3rd. This is for the entire day on Tuesday. Not tomorrow, Monday, school's not in on Labor Day. But starting Tuesday morning, all day, September the 3rd for the entire day. They are in these counties for schools and state government offices. Jasper, Buford, Colleton, Charleston, Berkeley, Dorchester, Georgetown, and O'Ree. And again, that starts Tuesday, September 3rd, and they will remain closed how long? Until further notice. <clears throat> for the midlands for the midlands where many schools are used as shelters any decisions on school and state government office closings there will be made when and will be announced and made when and if necessary number 3 lane reversals lane reversals evacuation lane reversals will begin in beaufort county on us highway 278 which leaves Hilton Head Island starting at noon. Again, noon, Monday, September the 2nd. That's tomorrow, noon. Tolls on the Cross Island Parkway will be suspended beginning at noon on Monday, September the 2nd. As for I-26, tomorrow is Labor Day, Monday, September the 2nd. This is usually a heavy traffic day with tourists leaving the coast from the Charleston area. When you add to this traffic, the residents evacuating pursuant to uh, this hurricane, that will create a recipe for gridlock or worse. We do not want people to be stuck on the highway. Typically, the gridlock would occur between where I-26 hidden from Charleston to Columbia intersects with I-95. From there on, we typically have very slow traffic and non-moving traffic on normal days. We expect it to be much worse tomorrow with this evacuation. For that reason, lane reversal for I-26 west from Charleston to Columbia will begin at noon on Monday, September 2nd. That is noon, Monday, September 2nd. That is when it will be closed so that traffic leaving from the Charleston area can move all the way up uh, unimpeded on both, both sides of the road. Secretary Hall and Director Smith will provide additional details about that. Any decisions, if any, about other lane reversals in the Grand Strand, the PD, or anywhere else will be made and announced as needed and the public will be alerted in plenty of time. Finally, number three, medical evacuations. I've also issued an executive order, the third one, requiring medical facilities like nursing homes, assisted living facilities, and hospitals to immediately begin the transport of their residents and patients from the areas that we have ordered to be evacuated. At this time, I call on General McCarty.
2: Thank you, Governor. Uh, The soldiers and airmen of the South Carolina National Guard, in addition to our State Guard, are in position now to support Uh, the Department of Public Safety, Department of Transportation, and SLED in an orderly and safe evacuation of the affected area as described by the governor. In addition, we're also uh, partnering with our other state uh, entities and federal entities to ensure that we are prepared to uh, execute any follow-on missions by identifying resources that may be necessary at that point, either from the state or federal level, to have them positioned and ready to be deployed as necessary. Uh, we will continue to monitor the situation, and we would again encourage, as we do, our soldiers and airmen to make the necessary pre- preparations yourself for this storm so that uh, we can get through it as as mentally as mentally, uh, as mentally um, impacted as we possibly can. So, thank you.
1: Thank you, General Secretary. Christy Hall, Department of Transportation.
3: Thank you, Governor. <clears throat> DOT has well north of 2,200 employees uh, tasked with uh, planning and responding to this hurricane. We've been very busy over the last several days moving our assets down to the affected areas and in preparation for the possible reversals or the reversals as we have them planned now. We have been very actively monitoring traffic flows in the state as well as through the state, coordinating with our partners in uh, Florida and Georgia so that we understand what their traffic flows are are as well. We've been working very closely with the Department of Public Safety uh, for the last several days on deploying additional resources already to the I-26 and I-95 corridors to help keep traffic moving in advance of the evacuation uh, here in the state and that's worked very well for us so far. As the governor mentioned we already are aware that I-26 Uh, typically becomes congested during the Labor Day holiday and so uh, it's very prudent that we implement the reversal as he has ordered on I-26 to make sure that we are able to effectively move traffic from the Charleston region up through the Midlands of the state to get our folks uh, and our visitors to safety. Um, We continue to work very closely with DPS on that plan and other plans as needed and we will adapt as required in order to keep things moving.
1: Thank Thank you you very much. Director Smith, Department
4: of Public Safety. Thank you, Governor. Uh, As I stated earlier, the Department of Public Safety has 2,785 law enforcement and National Guard personnel assigned to emergency support function 16 for evacuations. Uh, Our evacuations will include staffing, local regional evacuation routes, as well as lane reversal operations. We will either staff or monitor over 700 traffic control points within the three regions uh, also would like to talk about um uh the uh, lane reversal routes there are two that we are focusing in on right now the first would be uh in the largest i-26 uh, corridor from the uh, charleston area to uh, columbia uh, and the uh, the second lane reversal will be us 278 uh in the uh, hilton head uh area so with respect to uh the lane reversal Uh, We're going to have, as uh, the governor mentioned too, we're really gonna have a large scale uh, type of evacuation. And we want to maximize the use of all lanes. We have them there, we want to maximize the use of all lanes. So we are using, as you heard earlier, a concept called lane reversals. Uh, That means that all travel lanes on I-26 from Charleston to Columbia, will proceed in the same direction, headed away from the uh, threatened area. Uh, this is a way to handle anticipated uh, additional anticipated traffic as people leave the coastal uh, area. In short, our operation will move as many people or evacuees away from the threatened area as quickly but safely as possible. So, how do we implement a lane reversal? Uh, we have an ingress; that's the beginning, and we have uh, uh, an egress, egress; that's the ending. Uh, the beginning part is where we will load the actual vehicles on the reverted side. Uh, so, how do we clear the eastbound lanes of I 26 there? Although we will load the uh, the I 26 reverted route in Charleston, we would flush it from the Columbia area. So, the troopers, once they get in position on I 26 in the Columbia area at the interchange of I 77, uh, if The vehicles, those vehicles, once we start the uh, flushing phase, those vehicles would be uh, detoured off at either U.S. 321 or I-77 North. Now, once we give the order to to deploy assets, that means probably right around 5 a.m. this this morning, tomorrow morning, about 5 a.m., once we give the order to deploy assets, again, if you're on... I twenty six eastbound, you're fine. But once we deploy those assets, those assets, no more vehicles can get onto I twenty six eastbound because we will be starting the uh, the flushing process. So how do we push those vehicles for that intersection in question? And we'll just kind of walk it down. Once we pass in there at the I five twenty six interchange, once the uh, vehicles, uh, flush vehicles, have cleared the uh, I-26 eastbound side, working with our partners, whether it's uh, DNR, Civil Air Patrol, SLED, uh, we would do flyovers to make sure that the the reverted side is clear. Uh, Once we've ascertained that the reverted side is clear, uh, the first vehicles onto the reverted side will be uh, the uh, Highway Patrol vehicles. And uh, they'll get onto the reverted side and they'll bring the vehicles back up to the uh, Columbia area. So how do we load that uh, the reverted side from the I-26 uh, interchange? There are crossovers there where we built, where DOT built, where we can get vehicles onto the reverted side. Also College Park Road, Ashley Phosphate, and US-71, we could load the reverted side uh, from those areas as well. Once the vehicles get onto uh, the reverted side, if they get off, uh, they're going to have to return to the normal westbound lanes of I-26. Now, uh, once they're on uh, the reverted side, there are eight exits that they could get off for gas, whatever. Uh, but once they're off of the reverted side, they have to return on the, uh, uh, the regular westbound lanes. We want to give priority to the folks coming from the, the coastal region, and have them a clear shot to uh, Columbia. If you're on the regular westbound sides of uh, I-26, There will be fourteen exits that you will have an opportunity to get off for gas, uh, restaurant, etc. So once we got the lane reversal set up, we got the vehicles going in the uh, opposite direct, well, on the opposite side of the roadway. How do we bring those vehicles back to the regular side, the westbound sides of uh, I twenty six? Well, here in the Columbia area at the I seventy seven interchange, we have a crossover, and uh, if you're traveling on the westbound lanes of I 26, you would be forced off to I 77 northbound. The vehicles who are on the reverted side, once they pass that intersection, there will be a crossover. And we'll bring those vehicles back to the uh, westbound lanes of I 77. Again, there are three lanes traveling uh, westbound or eastbound in that area, and they will cross over into three lanes. So you won't have an interruption due to uh, lane mergers. Three lanes. Uh, cross over in two, cross over in two, three lanes. So a smooth uh, transition. What type of emergency services do we have along the uh, lane reversal route? Uh, we'll we have uh, EMS, fire, they will be uh, strategically placed along the route. We will have the uh, South, South Carolina National Guard record teams to clear the uh, row in event that we have collisions. We will have aircraft again monitoring to give us that uh, surveillance from the sky. We'll have uh, DOT SHEP, the uh, state highway, Uh, emergency program uh, to provide some type of uh, roadside services. We'll have uh, our troopers on line patrol in the event that something uh, were to occur. Uh, uh, Last year, I think we worked, uh, investigated uh, two minor collisions uh, on the uh, uh, reverted side. So it was a very uh, successful uh, uh, operation. And last but not least, I would just like to offer some evacuation tips for our evacuees. Uh, The first would be, know your evacuation route. Uh, You can go to uh, the scmd.org website or the scdot.org website and ascertain your your designated evacuation route. Uh, Second uh, tip, be patient. Some of the evacuation routes may be at maximum capacity and it could take you longer to get to your destination. And the third, but not least, be prepared. Ensure that your vehicle is properly serviced with a full tank of gas, have an emergency kit that includes snacks, food, water, care items for kids, medications, toiletries, extra cash, flashlight, and a cell phone. Thank you, Governor.
1: Thank you very much. Rick Toomey, Director of Department of Health and Environmental Control. Thank you, Governor. Yes, sir.
5: As the governor stated a mandatory medical emergency evacuation has been issued for all hospitals and nursing homes in the evacuation zone this includes approximately 200 facilities that could be potentially impacted our ems staff are working with these facilities to ensure the safe evacuation of the patients and residents governor thank you thank you sir Kim Stinson, Director of Emergency Management
1: Division. Kim.
6: Thank you, sir. Uh, We'd already mentioned earlier that the SEAC is fully operational here in in Pine Ridge. Our current priorities are evacuation and sheltering, and then follow-on priorities are response and damage assessment, and that will be later in the week. Uh, We stay in uh, fairly uh, close contact with the counties. Uh, We have at least twice daily conference calls with them to determine any unmet needs or issues that they have at their level. Their primary focus also is evacuation and sheltering. Uh, And we are also, uh, today, we deployed our uh, South Carolina Emergency Management Division liaisons uh, to the coastal counties to assist with uh, operations here over the next several days. We've activated our logistics contracts uh, for commodities, general logistical support, and uh, transportation. And if need be, we'll coordinate any out-of-state assets uh, through the Emergency Management Assistance Compact, and we've used that heavily uh, in the last several years. And then uh, also in that area, the Winsboro Warehouse uh, is well stocked. It's got over 500 pallets of meals, 750 pallets of uh, water, over 150,000 sandbags, and almost 10,000 tarps for uh, temporary roof repair. Our uh, FEMA Federal Coordinating Officer and a small advance team are already on the ground here in South Carolina to uh, Uh, help us with anything that we need here again in the next several days. uh, The governor's requested a uh, uh, federal emergency declaration uh, which will allow us assistance from the uh, federal government uh, under direct federal assistance, anything from transportation to incident management teams as well as potential financial support for debris management and emergency protective measures. Uh, Also, I mentioned earlier uh, about everybody being their own personal emergency manager and having a plan already mentioned that we've got our website SCEMD.org the governor's also mentioned our hurricane guide which is available there as well and also in paper copies uh, and then we also have the South Carolina emergency mobile app emergency Manager mobile app that's available uh, that has all that information on it as well um, in terms of the uh, population that's uh, in uh, going to uh, conduct the evacuation uh, we've got a know your zone uh, section on both uh, our website and our mobile emergency manager that allows you to type in your address and then it'll tell you if you're in a zone and if so what zone you're in. So it's, it's a handy tool that to, in both uh, SCMD.org and our mobile emergency manager app. We also have the, uh, tomorrow we'll uh, start operating the public information phone system and that's at 1-866-246-0133 and we'll have operators 24 hours a day answer any evacuation or sheltering issues or anything else that you might have a problem with and they can help you uh, find the right answer. Also mention also the sheltering piece is uh, the shelters will be open once the evacuation begins uh, and that lo- those locations are available with a full list and that's updated live also on our website at scemd.org. Se- Um, and also at the South Carolina Emergency Manager mobile app. If you go to a shelter, uh, you'll need blankets, pillows, and comfort items. Uh, Medicines, if you uh, have any uh, medications that you need to have. Uh, Certainly identification papers are always helpful, and then if you have any special food items for for anybody, uh, especially children, then you should bring those as well. Uh, Pets, service animals are allowed in the shelters, but there are some shelters that do accept pets. Uh, That information will be noted on the website and on our Emergency Manager app. Uh, And if you do show up uh, with pet at a shelter, then the uh, people at the shelter will assist you in trying to uh, determine what the best uh, plan is for your needs. And then again, mention our hotline at 1-866-246-0133, and that also uh, we have Spanish interpreters available as well. Sir, uh, thank Thank you. you.
1: Thank you very much. Are there any questions? Yes, governor, ma'am. He's wondering uh, how many people are expected to be included in this evacuation
6: room? Okay. Uh, we're estimating right now about 830,000 uh, are in those evacuation zones that the governor briefed. Uh,
0: I guess another question for you, sir. What time will the shelters open?
6: They'll open in conjunction with the evacuation. So they'll be open uh, tomorrow at noon
1: more questions
3: um people who are
4: concerned about where their loved ones will go who are being transported from the medical facilities do we know any more information
2: about that
5: yes dr toomey the hospitals as they hospitals and nursing homes and other facilities will communicate with the family members as to the destination where those patients and residents will be evacuated. Uh, all, most of the all of the facilities have, um, reciprocal agreements and we can't say which ones will go where now. But as they are transported, loved ones will family members will be informed where their uh, loved ones will be destined
3: gas, have we been
6: monitoring the gas for people who are having to leave? Will they have those resources available? Right, uh, we've got uh, close contact with the Office of Regulatory Staff has very close contact with the uh, various gas providers uh, to make sure that that's all working. They'll go ahead and uh, uh, fill up gas tanks along the evacuation routes uh, so they should be all topped off and so we've got a separate plan that uh, ORS helps with to make sure that Uh, There's enough gas out there for everybody.
2: We don't see any problems with gas so far.
1: Okay. Any more questions? Thank you very much.
0: We will have live news conferences for you on our social media platforms. You can find the Carolina Weather Group on Facebook, Twitch, Periscope, and YouTube. We'll also then turn the audio and make it available here on our podcast feed, which will continue to be available throughout the storm. If you find yourself in a situation with limited electricity or limited internet and can use your phone to download audio-only updates, we'll be providing that news to you right here through this feed. Coming up after a short break, a check of your Labor Day forecast. A look now at your Labor Day forecast beginning in the upstate of South Carolina, near Greenville, Spartanburg. Sunny, high of 89, mostly clear tonight, dropping down to 70. Tomorrow we'll maybe hit that 90-degree mark with mostly sunny skies. Beginning with some patchy fog in the higher elevations, looking at the forecast now for Asheville. Afternoon high of 84 degrees with sunny skies after we burn off that morning fog. Mostly clear at night with a low around 62. We're in the mid-80s with sun for tomorrow. Greensboro, mostly sunny skies, high of 86, clear tonight down to 66. We're up until the upper 80s, maybe about 87 degrees with sunny skies for tomorrow. In Raleigh, a few showers around today, just a 20% chance, so keep an ear out. And remember, if you can hear thunder, you're close enough to be struck by lightning, seek shelter, or come out of the pool during those times, but with only a 20% chance of seeing an afternoon shower or thunderstorm, it should overall be really nice with a high of 87. Mostly clear tonight, down to 69 in Raleigh, sunny tomorrow, with a high of 89, maybe 90 degrees. Now in Wilmington, we're beginning. To monitor coastal conditions here, where we have a coastal flood advisory that remains in effect because of high tides. You are gonna be looking at a high of 83 degrees with a 50% chance of shower, so a little bit cooler temperatures here with more clouds sticking around, maybe a few rumbles of thunder tonight with a low around 72. Tomorrow, high of 87, we warm up a bit, but we'll still be combating maybe about a 30% chance of seeing a shower around. Let's look at Newport now, North Carolina. 40% chance of seeing a passing thunderstorm today, high around 84. Slight chance of a rumble of thunder tonight with a low around 72. We'll keep that chance in the forecast for seeing that afternoon shower or thunderstorm about 30% chance for tomorrow with a high of 86 In Columbia, we will have an afternoon high of 90 degrees, 90 degree mark, that is, with the partly sunny skies and a slight chance of an afternoon shower or thunderstorm. Clear tonight with a low around 71, mostly sunny, back into the lower 90s for tomorrow. Charleston, you too have a coastal flood advisory in effect because of high tide. Uh, That will give way to a few afternoon showers and thunderstorms, the high around 85 Partly cloudy with a few storms as we head into the evening hours, low around 75. Again, keep that umbrella handy tomorrow with a 30% chance of seeing a passing shower and a high around 86. Of course, we'll be watching for possible tropical storm conditions to arrive along the South Carolina coast starting on Wednesday. Hurricane conditions possible on Wednesday night into Thursday and then tracking its way up along the North Carolina coast as well. Keep it here on the Carolina Weather Group for continuing coverage on social media and right here on the podcast platform. But for now, I'm James Breyer in Charlotte. We'll see you back here again real soon.